Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Future Tech Podcast. This is Juliette Lamar, your host. I have with me on the line a really awesome husband and wife team who are just making moves in the 3D printing and robotics hemisphere here. We have Clay and Maddie Guillory. Clay is the CEO and Maddie is the CMO. I'm very excited to have them on. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. So why don't you start off with telling me a little bit about Titan Robotics and your role in it and kind of how it all came to be. Sure. Yeah. So um, it it never it was never meant to be this. It started as a hobby in the garage behind our house, and uh, I was a mechanical engineer here in Colorado Springs, designing some pretty advanced machines at a five-axis CNC router company. And then um, my wife Maddie, well, girlfriend at the time, was a journalist here in town, and she worked really long hours, and I was just kind of bored and built a 3D printer in my garage and uh, put an ad on Craigslist, and yeah, four years later, here we are. Wow. So I eventually pretty quick. got out of journalism and joined him uh, as Titan was growing. Very cool. So That's a big switch. <laughs> yes. So uh, you just didn't like journalism anymore? Or this robotics or is that cool? Um, it's pretty cool. And, yeah, when uh, your partner in life is doing something amazing and um, we kind of both realized that it could be a business uh, that was sustainable and um, you know, needed a change. I'd been in journalism for seven years, so I uh, wanted to give this a shot. Um, Clay was also, as after he started Titan, he was still working full-time um, as an engineer at the CNC company, so we kind of both made the leap to go full-time into Titan, um, and it's worked out. That's amazing, and and congrats to you guys for having the, the guts to go for it, because it is hard to make a career shift and start a company, so that's really incredible. Thanks. Yes, it's been a ride. <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about Titan Robotics. Um, you know, what are some of the things that you guys do in your offerings? So we manufacture high-end industrial 3D printers uh, or additive manufacturing machines. Um, what's kind of unique about what we offer is that uh, we make custom machinery. So it's kind of purpose-built for every particular customer, whatever their needs are. We can design a machine around what they're trying to get done. And most of our customers are going into the production realm, and it's not just prototyping of parts. It's uh, actually solving problems for their manufacturing needs. Yeah, and I would add to that that um, a lot of 3D printing that you might be familiar with uses plastic filament, um, so strings of plastic that are melted and printed. And we mm-hmm. do that use that technology, but we also have developed direct pellet extrusion 3D printing, so it uses... Um, like raw injection molding pellets. And so that has really been a game changer for us and for the additive manufacturing industry. Um, we're able to do really large parts very quickly and use all kinds of different materials that were previously unavailable um, to 3D printing when you were restricted to just filament. So we are kind of on the cutting edge of the thermoplastic printing uh, sector. Wow, that's pretty exciting stuff. And just, yeah, every time I, I look at 3D printers, it's always that spool of plastic. 
Um, and I know that, that once we start getting to other materials, the possibilities truly are endless with what 3D printing can do and, and what industries it can infiltrate. What are some of the, the industries that you find are really advancing the most because of 3D printing? All of them. Yeah, all the industries. Yeah. Uh, no, there are some. So, yeah, I'd say the um, automotive, aerospace, they've been doing this for a little while, but they're starting to get into more production with it. Um, uh, we've been working with uh, big OEMs of apparel manufacturers all the way to uh, foundries to um, space companies, people that are sending stuff into space. And uh, it's it's all over the place, truly. Architects, dinosaur resource centers, people that make dinosaur bones that use our machines, um, service bureaus, people that print parts for other people, purchase our machines. It's, um, yeah, it's all over the map. Yeah. Um, we do everything from some really advanced materials um, that have high carbon fiber glass content for the aerospace industries. Um, we just finished up a project that was um, making uh, some really unique mannequins uh, that uh, had some different designs that were only possible with 3D printing. So it, the range is really wide, and it's exciting because we learn a lot from our customers on what's possible. And you also offer consulting services. And are those for people just starting out in the 3D printing world, or do you also hold the hand of a lot of your customers throughout their their process with with working with you? Yeah, it's, um, it can be both. Um, a lot of the consulting that we do might be with people that are already familiar with 3D printing, but not with pellet extrusion. And so many times a company will come to us with an idea of a material that they want to use. And before it wasn't possible with filament, but with pellets we can do that. And so that's a big part of that area. And then also um, companies who are just getting into 3D printing on, you know, designing for additive manufacturing and, you know, how to make something that is optimized for 3D printing. Instead of taking something that's like, oh, I think I can print this, it's how can I make this part specifically for 3D printing to make it work the best. Oh, Clay, do you want to add to that? Yeah, and that's part of the consulting is, you know, telling people how to design for it in addition to what materials they should be using. Because now that we're using pellet extrusion, we we have the entire library of the injection molding world. And we have thousands upon thousands of materials we can choose from and blend on the fly or... um, you know, mix and match. It's it's pretty cool what we can do now. So we're we're enabling customers to solve problems that they were never able to solve before in in production of parts. And what's that? What's a pellet ex- extrusion? Exhaustion? How do you say it? The pellet. Pellet pellet extrusion. Yeah, pellet extruder. Pellet extruder extrusion. Um, with that, you know, what are the main, I guess, benefits as opposed to the plastic the string plastic that you use typically? So we're getting about a 10x reduction in costs and about a 10x increase in throughput. So we're kind of hitting it from both sides that in order to increase an industry or increase the speed at which the world adopts an industry, you have to have these big leaps uh, in speed and reduction in cost. And we're doing both of that, both of those with this technology. So, for example, um, a pound of filament might cost $10, $20 a pound. With pellets, which are already widely used in injection molding, um, that cost is down to a dollar twenty-five, two dollars, maybe four dollars or eight dollars for the more exotic plastics. Um, but you know that's still significantly less than what you would pay for filament. Um, 
Also, we can use bigger nozzles with, with the pellet extruder, so that's how you get a higher print speed. And then, of course, just materials that were no, not available in filament are available in pellets, and that's a huge advantage to companies who have maybe a material they already know will work, but it can't be 3D printed. Something that is very soft can't be printed in filament, but with pellets you can. Um, something that has 50% glass fiber reinforcement, you can't make that into a filament because it would be too brittle and break. With pellets, you don't have to worry about that. So you can do very high contents of glass or carbon fiber in the resin, and um, it prints just fine. So there's a lot of advantage. And, you know, with, with 3D printing, I feel like the sky is the limit. But a lot of times, you know, we are, we're just seeing it in the manufacturing world. You know, where do you see 3D printing going, maybe thinking outside the box with it a little bit? I think we're just getting started. I mean, as an industry, uh, which we've been a, a big part of in the past few years, it's getting to all the players and seeing what what's on everyone's mind and how fast all of their companies are growing. Uh, yeah, we are we are very much in the infancy of additive manufacturing. Yeah, a couple of years ago, the Economist um, publication had you know an article about 3D printing and a statement that stood out to me: 3D printing will power the factories of the future, and we're on the cusp of that, seeing companies come to us saying, we don't want this to just be prototyping anymore. We want to put this on our factory floor. This is how we want to make things and change the way that we make things and change the way that we see, view, you know, manufacturing. Um, and so it is. it does sound, you know, we hear it a lot, but really the possibilities are endless. There's a lot that you could do um, from, you know, really unique displays in a store or or to how you make clothing to how you make uh, parts of an airplane or how you power a rocket that goes into space. You know, it, it's such a versatile technology that can uh, be used in many ways. So um, even how you make prosthetics, you know, another really interesting application. So, yeah, like I was saying, we're just getting, just getting going. We're <laughs> <laughs> starting to spread our wings as an industry. And... So with, with Titan Robotics, people can send you a design, and then you help make that a reality, and you also sell the printers. Is that correct? correct. Or no? Yeah, okay. that's correct. We, also so sell we're, we, we make the machines for people that pretty much already know what they're doing or we have worked with to get them to the point where they're fully knowledgeable about what this technology can do. And that can be a long sales cycle just to get the customer fully educated. Um, but when they are, it's a very powerful. So... That's one way, you know, selling machines. And then we are also a service bureau, so we print parts for people that don't want to buy a machine because it doesn't always make sense to have your own at your facility. And then consulting with chemical companies and uh, customers that need the education that know that this is the way that their company is going to go, but they just don't know how to get there, and we're the ones that help them get to that point. Working in an industry that, that is so technical um, – and the possibilities are endless. You know what? What really motivates you guys every day with this business? Keep searching <laughs> for more answers. Lack of sleep. I don't know. Um, it, it, <laughs> it's a lot of. It's fun. It's a really, really good time getting to play with machines all day and um, meet these companies that are doing some extraordinary things and being an integral part of solving their problems. That's what gets gets me up every day. You know, I wake up and that's. All right, cool. Let's go solve some problems today. And I think the whole company here is really excited about what we've been able to do so far, uh, and really kind of gaining some steam here in the past year. And uh, it's everyone's really excited about where 
where we're going, and that's what motivates us all. Is like, hey, we're doing some pretty cool, pretty fun stuff. And you know, with 3D printing, it sounds like okay, we're on we're on our way. We're we're making things happen. Possibilities are endless, but there's definitely challenges. You know, what are some of the largest oh, challenges sure. that? Yeah, yeah. What are some of the largest challenges that you see? You know, in your industry, and that you've encountered, and how are you going to fix them? Yeah, I think um, one of the biggest challenges has been the uh, really the hype of 3D printing. Uh, everyone's mm-hmm. getting so excited about it, and the technology might not necessarily be there yet. And so, if companies are jumping in head first and they don't really know what they're getting into, um, I don't want to say poison the well, but they can they can get a bad taste in their mouth and think, hey, this might not be the way that we want to go. It's it doesn't solve all problems, right? It's just it can be used as a tool to help them on their factory floor or print parts for them if they spend the time to make it a production part. But it's thinking it's the end-all, be-all solution is uh, one of the bigger challenges that I've seen as as an engineer and as the uh, the company owner. Yeah, and I want to add to that. So how we address that is by working closely with someone that has an idea that, you know, it could be a total solution or it could be part of the solution. But but really validating that and maybe coming up with a new way to print something. Um, And so it is a process. It doesn't just magically fix, you know, whatever. You don't get from point A to point B without some work in between. And so that's kind of where we want to be that solution provider or, you know, help in that that process. Um, I'd say another challenge for three is that um, 3D printing, um, you know, really – it's been around for a long time, but it got pretty big on the scene about seven years ago, five, seven years ago, um, and with a lot of the desktop and the kind of maker uh, scene, um, you know, hobbyists, and it was really popular, and, and there was kind of a race to the bottom of making affordable 3D printers that you could have, you know, in every home or on your desk or schools, and those are, you know, great applications for the technology, but it was kind of hobby group. Um, it was open source, and um, it, they were not industrial machines. And so when we, Clay started building printers, realized that a lot of even the bigger ones were not using industrial components that are already widely used in, like, CNC um, milling machines. And so we kind of decided to take a different approach and use industrial controllers and components. Um, so it's it's using technology that's proven um, and applying that to 3D printing. And so now we're in a realm where you can have data collection, which before that was really not happening. Um, you can have automated feedback and responses. So if, say, a jam might be happening or about to happen, the motors can detect that and send you a notification and then also uh, react and slow down to prevent that jam. Whereas before, the 3D printer would jam and it would just continue to print. It had no idea that something was wrong, um, and it doesn't have it doesn't have to be that way. And so that's kind of where we're headed: is making a more intelligent industrial piece of equipment that can perform on a factory floor, you know, all day, every day, um, not just you know for one-off parts or prototyping, um, but in that industrial environment. Oh, can you imagine a world without paper jams? I I feel like 3D printer jams are are much worse than your average paper jam situation. <laughs> yeah. Much more catastrophic. You end up with the ball of spaghetti. <laughs> 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 is uh yeah, it'd be like the office space of the future is 
Why you say plastic jam when there is no plastic jam? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So that's what we're going for is getting rid of that problem, making it more reliable. It's it's great technology and it's awesome to have you know the small desktop printers out there. Um, but I, I think to to the office space, anyone that's run a desktop printer has probably considered going office space on a 3D printer as well. So it's <laughs> the movie office. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel I feel as though there, there's a big divide here. There's probably two two camps of thought, right? There's the people who are working hard to bring it into everyone's home. You know, they envision a world where everyone has a 3D printer printing their own uh, right. things for their houses, or or for you know if they have a child or they have themselves a disability, printing custom made things for them. You know, there's probably that whole school of thought which is not necessarily against the big scale, but, you know, they are not concerned about it. And then you guys are on the other camp of, you know, 3D printers in the home are, you know, it'll happen eventually, but, you know, I have a printer in my home, like a paper printer, and I never use it because it's always malfunctioning. I just go to FedEx because it's always <laughs> easier for me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny to, to think of it in that way, like my printer is always malfunctioning. So I just go to the professionals and I print there. Right. Yeah. There are there's certainly two camps or two, you know, it's a it's a wide spectrum. Um mm-hmm. but what we saw to is until recently there was not a lot of industrial solutions or options out there at all. It was still more on the hobby grade, even for large format for large sizes. So um yeah, but we're definitely more into the practical manufacturing <laughs> end of things. <laughs> I mean we have a bunch of printers at yeah, we have some at our house. Too. At our house, too. <laughs> They're fun. All right, so do you guys watch Westworld? And if so, how close are we to printing our own robots? <laughs> yeah, we absolutely do. Yeah, we are a fan of Westworld. Fans of Westworld. Um, yeah, no, we're, no, we're close. That's... Okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> it's a long, long, long way. Oh, I hope so. Uh, what is the best way for people to connect to Titan Robotics and, and learn more about your company and potentially request, you know, your services? Yeah. Yeah, so um easy way is the website, python3robotics.com. Um, we're also on all the other platforms. We're pretty big on LinkedIn. Uh, Clay runs the Titan Instagram. He's always posting on there. That's a fun way to see what we're up to. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and we try to get out to do printing events, some of the big ones um, throughout the year. So. And yeah, we are in Colorado, so local people can. <laughs> yeah, if you're in Colorado, hit us up. Awesome, you guys have been really great. Thank you so much for joining us here on Future Tech Podcast and and really illuminating this world within a world of 3D printing. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. That was Clay and Maddie Guillory. They are the CEO and CMO power team of Titan Robotics. Thank you all so much for tuning in. This has been Juliet Lamar with Future Tech Podcast. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast both to review and discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.